Welcome to Stouts with My Spouse. I'm Carrie. And I'm Patrick. And this is Stouts with My Spouse. Let's get into it. Hello, we're coming from Friday, the start of the March Madness tournament, and we're going to make this short and sweet. Patrick, what's on your docket? Uh, so we got a brew from the Rare Bird Brewery in Traverse City. Nuts to butter. This is a one that you picked out. I I remember reading about it, but whenever I go into a new brewery, I immediately just look for the first stout that I see. And well, I grab it's it. Rare Bird Brew Pub. Brew Pub. Okay. Um, but nuts to butter. So crack it open, pour it out. Um, see how it looks, tastes. Okay. Smells. Are you gonna you're gonna yeah, drink some of this too, right? I'll have a little. Just pour me some. Um, I really liked their homeschool dropout. We tried it and we didn't review it on the podcast, but it was a gluten reduced. I just poured beer on myself. Yeah. Um. These really big cans are a little difficult. Experimental to pour peanut butter chocolate brown ale over one po- half pound of peanut butter per gallon. A touch of chocolate makes the brown ale one you won't forget, and it's also gluten-reduced. I like gluten-reduced beers because they are a little bit easier on the tummy, for me personally. And FYI, if there's ever a pause, we do have games going in the background, Um, so you might get a live reaction to that. Cheers. We have two big mugs today. We do. I mean, at first look, it kind of looks like it could be like a root beer. It's yeah, kinda... it's the color of a root beer. It's yeah. very interesting, very light. First impression is it's it's not it's like nothing I have ever tried, to be honest. Yeah, it's not a stout, that's for sure. I mean, we it's knew that going ale. in. Yeah. But it's got that same peanut buttery taste that I feel like is normally, if you're going to put peanut butter in something, it's a stout or... But not like, everybody wants a stout. I know, I was going to say, or a porter to make it be a little bit lighter, but this might be the lightest peanut butter tasting drink. Right, so as you know, at the end of the podcast, we'll say whether or not they are approved. We went to lunch at the Rare Bird, and I had, they do, like, a custom three-course meal. And this was only, like, $25, which I think was reasonable. You had an appetizer, a main, and a dessert. And they all were paired with one of their beers, and it was so good. Like, I had a charcuterie table, um, little plate, cheese and crackers, and then I had, um scallops which I love scallops and then a gluten-free brownie paired with a stout their imperial stout for dessert it was so which good is a really 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 good stout if you're ever up there grab their imperial stout in Traverse it's, City it's one awards um what did I, I can't really even remember what I had probably a burger yeah you're a yeah. burger man yep Um, so what we'll discuss today, Patrick sent me yesterday, Matt Stafford's goodbye, thank you, not goodbye video. 
and I had just warmed up my lunch at work and I was like, okay, I can listen to this while I eat my lunch and then I'll get back to work and maybe look over emails, whatever. And as soon as it started, I was just like, I don't know, maybe I'll get emotional about this. And then I just started crying at my desk. Now I was like, obviously like on a break, but it's not like you want to cry at your desk at work. And I was like, Matt Stafford is such a nice guy. And he really, really is like, he's just a decent human being. And you know, the Lions didn't win. But I was like, just thinking about what a de like what a good guy he is, how much he did really care, how hard he worked, how injured he was, and he played through it. And I don't know. That's just so respectable to the people of Michigan, especially the people of Detroit. Detroit is such a disrespected city nationwide. But honestly, I mean, when I'm in Detroit, it's fine. Um, my mom was born and raised near University of Detroit Mercy. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's perspective. Stop looking at the commercials. It's one thing for Patrick to be looking at a basketball game going on, but to be staring at the commercials while you are recording I, a podcast is disgusting. Uh -huh. Check yourself. I wasn't even looking at the commercial. Okay, I honestly well, don't even... I was just listening to you. Okay. I just happened to be not looking. Okay, so. well, you were not looking. Okay. You never not look when... There isn't basketball going on in the background. So it's to fine get back if it's to... a game. It's just don't disrespect me by watching commercials, especially people at restaurants who are just like, don't make eye contact with you, and they're just like, sorry, I just always get distracted by the TVs. No, you just refuse to make it a priority to have manners, and you're disgusting. So adjust your behavior before you present yourself to the public again. Anyways, Matt Stafford. So what I was going to say is I kind of had the same feeling as you. I saw it on Twitter and I thought about clicking on it and watching it during like all the rush of getting everyone out. And I was like, you know what? I'll probably actually need some time to sit and watch this. So I took the time to sit and watch it. And it was definitely like, you know, like, oh man, you just remember how much of a dude he was. And I did is. like his little shot at Matt Patricia in there, if you weren't really paying attention to it. And you watched it, watch it again. He thanks all his coaches that have been in there, and they show all the coaches that he's been with. But Matt Patricia was absent. Con um, was coincidentally, absent. was absent. And I thought that that was ironic. So um, I know that they just did like an interview with Jared Goff today. I haven't watched that yet. Um, I did have the thought like I stereotyped Los Angeles as a city. I was like, you don't deserve a person like Matt Stafford as your head quarterback. You deserve a little prince like Jared Goff. And now we have a prince. And I watched Jared Goff. 
and he just like seemed he was like well this is what I do I win I do everything to prepare to win on Sunday I don't look at it as a rebuilding year sure it's gonna be a lot of work but you can do all that work and like he was just very I mean I didn't hate what he was saying but he just like didn't have much of a personality about it and I guess that's fine he was like well, going out to dinner with my girlfriend in Detroit, I just see how important winning is to the Detroit fans. And you're like, okay, thank you for that. Um, thank yeah. you for going out to dinner. But I don't know. I guess it would be kind of... To his credit, I mean, Stafford <sighs> had the same criticism a lot. Like, well, they were like, he never talks to the media. He never does this. He never no, gets like, fired up. No, I didn't say he didn't. So, no, I'm saying he can be portrayed. He oh, was, no. Matt Stafford has always had a personality. But people try to, like, twist it that he doesn't no. because it's not, he's not out here like, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Russell um, Wilson posting oh. videos. Okay. Of, I'll just say Jared Goff didn't sell me, but if he wins, I'll like him. Matt. Stafford, Matthew Stafford, I will always love him. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants, and I'll still love him. Um, same with Matt Prater. Yeah, same with Matt Prater. I'm like, really? Yeah. I was really Cardinals sad about that now. one. No, I don't we look good in red. New, new Jersey? I don't wear red. We can get you an alternate color. Patrick, no, okay. I don't wear red as a policy. Other than that, I had a thought... I was listening to a story. This just kind of tickled me. I want to see if you understand. So Adele is getting divorced. Mm -hmm. And there was a report about how she's not paying any um, spousal support. And they were like, her team said, hell no, from the other side. (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. (laughs) Do you get it? And I'm like, listen, I guess if I ever had... uh, execute legal action against someone i was like it would be kind of cool to like hire a string quartet and backup singers and like parody <laughs> some ballad yeah so let's jump back into the brackets really quick for march madness 2021 oklahoma state versus i don't even know what that team is called it's the first round liberty um we have a for all of our previous guests we opened for free a bracket and whoever wins will mail them our favorite beer um, just as a thank you to all of our guests. and The problem is the last time I checked, and it's still extremely early on yeah. the first place. Well, it's fine. I mean, a win's a win, Patrick. You mm-hmm. can buy yourself some beer and tell everyone to suck it. But yeah. I'm the only one. There's lots of Illinois. There's lots of Illinois, and there's lots of Gonzaga picks. You're the only one who picked Baylor to win it all, and I picked Oklahoma State because two things. Number one, (laughs) the Patriots, the year they were caught deflate gate, the year they were caught cheating, they won a Super Bowl. Oklahoma State is under investigation and if I've learned anything in life, cheaters definitely win a lot. So I <laughs> so I was like, okay, 
going with the cheaters, you know? And then um, Case Keenum, is that how you say his last name? The quarterback? No, no, no. How do you say? Cade Cunningham. Uh, Cade Cunningham. Alliterations. One second. My toddler. Break from the podcast to say a quick hello to MyMichiganBeach.com. MyMichiganBeach for all your brews and views in the lovely state of Michigan. Now back to the show. Okay, so we could edit that out, but in long-standing tradition of this podcast, we are not sports reporters, and we frequently mess up team names and athlete names. I said a CK name, and Cade Cunningham is another CK name. So I, and honestly, okay, here's the thing. Because somebody was like, why would you put all that on one person? You know, it's just one person. And here's how I see it. I see it. One person can carry it through. Because I've heard that he might be the first draft pick in the mm-hmm. NBA draft. Yep. Guess who was the first draft pick in the NBA draft? And, well, he might have been the second. So I take I roll that back. Well, guess who was the top of top five draft pick in the NBA draft? He played one year of college basketball, and he led his team to a national championship within our lifetimes. Anybody ringing a bell? Are you... I mean, going... I don't think that he was a top two, one or two, but judging off of knowing you... Are you talking about Carmelo Anthony? He was Denver Nuggets. Was he, he was two? he was in Okay, let's Google this. He I have no led, idea. He led I the, just know the Clemson. that he's your that you were a big fan of him when he was in college. Syracuse, Syracuse. I said mm-hmm. Clemson. My my aunt gave me a Clemson shirt and there's the same colors as Syracuse, so I have like an emotional attachment cuz she used to live down in the south. But I knew that he played for Syracuse, okay? Good clarification. Okay. So, talk while I Google this. Okay. Um, another player that went number one overall but didn't win the championship is LeBron. But he's a freshman, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a freshman. He led a team. Like, I don't Come know out. why a freshman can't, if they're a bad enough man, yeah. they can lead a whole pack. Um, I'm going to say draft. Carmelo Anthony draft. He was drafted in 2003. Yeah, he was pick the third three. pick. Yeah. And the Nuggets picked him up. Who was the second pick in that draft? Was it... Uh, um. I think the first... Dwayne Wade? No, isn't Dwayne Wade older? Hold up. It was LeBron. Was first. Um, wait. And then it says Carmelo Anthony. So who is... No. So the third overall. Oh, Kwame Brown. Who's... Who's... No, wait. I don't know. This article is very weird. Well, Well, did they trade or something... I don't know. I don't know. Because it goes from LeBron and then Carmelo, then Chris Bosh, and then then Dwayne Wade. I thought Dwayne was. And then, oh, do you remember this dude? Chris Kamen? No, I do not. A lot of people liked him. Yeah, well. 
I mean, I never even watched... And then Kyle Korver, is he still playing? Was... Um, I don't know. I haven't paid attention to the NBA barely at oh, all. Oh, he last played for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, yeah. he uh, he was hanging on through for that draft. I mean, he's 40 now, so... Okay, so anyways, like, I don't see any problem in having a star freshman lead the gate. And, like I said, cheaters win a lot of times in life. You know, and I know because I've been a big loser in life, and I generally don't cheat. And if I did, it's usually on accident. But I'm pretty much a loser, so, you know. I, mean, I would like them to start picking it up. They keep getting scored on, and I pick them up at uh, minus 7.5. So. Well, I would really like that. I believe I, uh, yeah. The Ohio only regular State. The only regular season game that we watched was Texas versus Oklahoma State. And I asked our daughter who Who's, she wanted to bet on and how much Texas she wanted to put on. And she said Texas. For $21. For $21. So we did it. Game went into overtime. We chose Moneyline. And I think that they lost by... I mean, I can't remember the score, but I know that it was they close lost. up until the very end. Yeah. There could have been the, the free Texas throw didn't BS, even look like they were trying. They looked so, like, nonchalant. Well, and they were Cunningham getting took over. Yeah, the they were getting absolutely annihilated on the board. And it's, like, a classic of, I was going to say instructors, but, like, the announcers changing their narrative and changing their story with shifts of momentum within the game because they're like, this season Texas team looks to roll over the inexperienced Oklahoma State, and that's their narrative, right? But by the end of overtime, like, Oklahoma State was, a dude. was sunning the entire Texas team, and they're just like talking about the talented freshmen and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, you were just, like, on this one team's butt, parked there, and then, oh, wait, they lost, so you change your story. And that's why I watch a lot of games on you. I'm yeah. just saying. That is, uh, is kind of nice to watch them on you, unless there's, like, a rare like find where you have somebody that's actually entertaining to listen to so um but we did have one upset today i have the wrong 15 seed beating the two seed i was like i had a feeling that a 15 seed was gonna beat a two seed so i picked houston to lose in my bracket um i did not anticipate ohio state i had them going to the final four did Oregon State win? Mm -hmm. Okay, that really helps my bracket. Like, it pushes a little bit more life into it. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. Ohio, like, I hate you. I can't believe you. Well, hey. I reject Ohio, you. The Ohio University plays tomorrow, and I'm big on them. Well, the thing is, is, like, as a Michigander, and you don't even have to, like, U of M, you just generally are, like, salty towards Ohio. I don't know what it is. I don't know. One I time, listen, one time, my brother, my sister-in-law, and I were sitting at a table. They were living at a house, like, doing community work, and it was one of the community members, and they were, like, they all said, well, Ohio's really beautiful. 
and no one responded to her. Everyone just kind of, like, looked at each other like, who's this crazy lady? Because <laughs> we as Michigan, I don't know, we're just kind of snobby towards Ohio in general. It's just a natural feeling. So, um, so other than the Adele adore, uh, divorce thing and hoping my bracket is okay, um... You're the only one who picked Baylor. I think we'll see how it goes. And I'm, I'm excited to do this with our friends. I'm not super confident on a Baylor. And they've kind of been falling apart, it sounds like. But, you know, I stuck with it. And that's what I'm sticking with. Yeah. So, hell no from the other side to Ohio as an yeah. entire body. O-H- me. <laughs> I mean, it is weird not having Michigan State in here, but we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, I don't really it's... care about Spartan Nation, and I can't be a poser and act like I do. I mean, I I already told you everything. I feel like I should have saved it for the podcast, but I don't feel like... Well, Patrick was... Okay, so Tom Izzo did catch some heat for yelling at the team, and mm-hmm. honestly, the announcer went off and was like wagging the finger at Tom Izzo. Yeah, he was, like, playing the don't yell at the children card, and then which Charles I, Barkley, which I'm not a big fan of I'm Charles Barkley either. at all, uh-uh. goes, what, you were never coached hard? And I now like, just for that, I well, like him. Well, here's something. It's not on some rah-rah male BS, which I feel like Charles Bar- Barkley was on rah-rah masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that, you know, we live in social media age. We have access to so much information. Tom Izzo's ex-players, they did not sign an NDA. I'm assuming they didn't. I don't know this for sure. A lot of them don't even go on to the NBA, and they have every prerogative to complain. If Tom Izzo is a true monster, which I don't believe he is, Mm-hmm. You would hear it from his players, his former players, on yep. the internet. There'd be videos. Green instantly took to Twitter after they were complaining about what happened, and was defending. And then, like, they had to like text the locker room to make sure that everything was okay. And it's just but like the thing is, have you not paid attention to anything? This stuff happens all the time. And it sucks to lose. And yeah, do I think you should scream at? athletes no but like at the same time if he was a tyrannical monster i just turned to patrick do you think a person like draymond green has a problem with speaking his mind no do you think any of these people if he was not a good coach if i mean and i could be wrong we could report this podcast and a whole youtube channel could be started about how he is such a heathenistic, horrible dictator, comparable to Genghis Khan, rolled in with a little dash of Mussolini and some Stalin on the side. Like, do you know what I mean? We could hear that, but we don't hear that about him. And so the announcer probably was just saying something to fill the void. I don't know. He was just, I feel like he just, like, kind of spoke, like, what instantly came to his mind. But in the game before that, I'm pretty sure that he was bashing some kid for not doing the right thing for the final shot. 
It's like, okay. And you feel like if you were the coach, you wouldn't be screaming at him? Yeah. So. And, yeah, I don't know. I think we could figure out one day he's awful, but for the most part, the players like him, so I'm behind him, even though I'm not a Michigan State fan. Yep. So in summation, so in all I in think all. often though announcers just need to fill the void of the silence, and so they, I mean, you look at these narrative trends. I feel like they have a narrative of a team, and they just keep recycling it throughout the game. Like it's just a trend and announcement. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> they just repeat phrases and fill the void. And when a team is winning, they they say the narrative of how great the team is, how great the program is, how great the coach is. But as soon as they, like, go on in a run where they are, like, 0-5, they're just, like, it's like the announcer completely forgot what they were saying and then has the same narrative of the other team. Rarely do I notice announcer not have that sort of cycle and it's because maybe they don't have that much technical knowledge of the game I don't think any former players like players who are really good I notice I feel like they actually have technical things to say about the actual game playing that's just my observation but I could be wrong so cheers to Case Keenum and Cade Cunningham and best of luck to Jared Goff. Jared Goff, yep. Yeah, I mean... Kenny Galladay's meeting with the Giants. I will never love you, Jared. Unless you win us the Super Bowl. Then I will eat my words and I'll run in the streets and gladly do a night in prison for you. Yep. That's all it takes. <laughs> No, I don't actually. I know I say I'll run in the streets, but I'm not. I'm not tough enough for jail, and I my skin is pretty sensitive. I can't run in the streets in the, in a Michigan winter. I can't do it. I just I like, retract everything I, I say. I one hundred percent. When that day comes, Michigan better know that no work no one is, is getting done work. the next two days yeah because that celebration and let's i'm also gonna say if they lose it might be even longer because that sorrow hangover is gonna be way worse than the celebration hangover yeah and also people need to stop talking down on detroit because really if it were a predominantly white poor city i don't well, I just don't think that it, the narrative would be the same. Like, stop no, dumping no. all the over. Lines have sucked for well, so long. No, I'm just saying the actual city of Detroit deserves so much more respect. It's not a punchline. And if you actually know people from there or actually have been there or worked there or lived there, you know that it's a real place. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of disgusting I was listening to, I'm not even going to say this person's name or shout them out on YouTube, but they were saying, like, how horrible it was. It was, like, the worst places to live in Michigan. And I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, you're just describing poor, mostly minority communities and basically saying that they're crazy and bad. And when they say Detroit, it's like, what do you mean by Detroit? 
So many people, I feel like, they drove through Detroit and all they they never got off the highway. Or like everybody wants to claim to they're through. from Detroit, but they're really from a rich suburb of yeah, Detroit. Yeah, I remember when I first made my Facebook back in the day, it, like, made you pick a region. And because I lived within, like, one hour drive of Detroit, it marked me as from Detroit. Yeah, well... And, I mean, since it's changed, okay, well, that you can be a little bit more nitty. But I'm like... Detroit. Like, I'm, I'm an not, hour away. Yeah. I would never claim to be. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people try to be tricky and claim that they're from Detroit, but they're mm-hmm. not. And you know, it's just, it is a very disrespected area. And I just kind of wonder, like, it's not like the rural communities are that better. It's not like there isn't crime in rural communities or drug problems or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just more spread out and people's perspectives just i don't know just think a little bit it's just different Mm. there's crime everywhere there's abuse everywhere and you know it's very weird if you talk about talk to people outside of uh outside of the state you say you're from michigan they're like oh detroit like well Michigan, if you go on the west side, you wouldn't even think that it's Michigan from the t- stereotype that you put in your head. Or if you go up north, totally different than the stereotype that you put in your head. Well, 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 I was at a training within the past five-ish years professionally, and it was in Baltimore. And somebody was like, so have you been on 8 Mile? And I'm <laughs> like, here's the thing. My mom grew up in Detroit, and she was like... Do you realize how long? So the city is a grid. Do you realize how long 8 Mile yeah. is? You want to go so the, out to eat? Yeah. You're probably going 8 Mile. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yes, there is the one part that there there is a wealthy end of all of these streets. And my mm-hmm. mom, she was like, well, when I grew up, I babysat for this really rich family that lived on 8 Mile. And I told somebody that and they were like... Really? I'm like, yeah, it's a massive, it's a land massive city. Look up, look up the million dollar houses on the lake there. Yeah. Beautiful. But anyways, just be more respectful. We hate you all. (laughs) No. Isn't that an oxymoron? We do love you all. Patrick, I appreciate you. Most of you. Uh, But first, give uh... me a final rating. This for me is totally... Totally approved. I'm like, it's like the weirdest beer I've ever had. Yeah, it, I'm gonna go out on limb. This is the this nuts to butter is the weird. Doesn't mean it's not good. It's the weirdest beer I've ever had, and I like it. Yeah, it's strange. Um, when you say weirdest, instantly I think of like a sour, but that's that's a type of beer. But in my opinion, I feel like those are weird. Not bad, but, but weird. in general, we don't enjoy but, sours. But yeah, I would say this, this is the most unique beer like, yeah, taste this, I have ever had. The only thing off-putting to me is for some weird reason, I do not like the smell of it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But um, the, the taste. taste is really good. Um, it's just really easy. Like, I've found myself, like, it's I a, could drink a lot of this and not really realize that I was, it's, what I it's not like, too sweet. No, it's, it's not. not too bitter. It's not, 
it just goes down easy. And it if you is. like eating scoops of peanut butter, you'll like this. Yeah. And I definitely like eating scoops of peanut butter. Weird is a good a thing problem. to me. Yeah, you do. Patrick has jars of peanut butter all over his office. Yep. And then I'll like be picking them up and there'll be a little bit of a spoon. But there's worse things you could snack on and we buy pretty all natural products. Mm-hmm. And so whatever live your life but yeah when i say weirdest i mean most unique beer i think i've ever had so it's approved is it approved for you yeah definitely approved like i said the only thing is just that smell and it's not even like the first thing that like hit me it wasn't like it's an overwhelming smell it's just when you're like chugging it and you got your nose in the in the cup (laughs) like i'm spelling it but that's really good. I'll definitely have it again. So this is the end of the podcast where, where we tell each other how grateful we are for one another. I'm grateful for Patrick because he literally, like, I feel like you are such a deep thinker and you share things with me. I think you try to act like you're not inquisitive and insightful and you think it's funny to joke about it but like you really do think about things in the meaning of life and you think about how to improve life and it's just like interesting to talk to you you know and it's like cool that you trust me enough to share all those thoughts with me thanks um so i'm grateful for you and you bought me you bought me you bought me a slushy today i don't like pop soda i don't like it like at all but on occasion and i'll probably say once every six months a coca-cola sounds so good to me coca-cola slushy yeah and you got me a coca-cola slushy today i can't remember the last time that i had a pop i've had like a uh, I'll always keep a Red Bull on, okay, um, on hand, but that's more because okay. I do like okay. a vodka back, Red Bull. Back, but okay, back backing why. it up. So, um, but yeah, that was the first time I had pop. Back on time. track. Tell so, me why you're grateful for me. I'm ready. I get. I said two reasons. Well, I mean, I was gonna give like the most simple, stupid one, that's but fine. it's what it's popped fine. into my head. Just do what popped Because in I've your been head. thinking about it. I'm grateful for how pretty you are. Well, thanks. I enjoy looking at you. Well, there you go. The mind of a woman and the mind of a man. That's I'm a very I'm... deep thinker. <laughs> you really proved me right. <laughs> All right. I love you. Goodbye. And I love you. Goodbye as well. Hey everybody, we post new episodes of our podcast, Stouts with My Spouse, every Saturday morning. Available on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Spotify. Follow Stouts with My Spouse on Instagram and like our Facebook page. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Until next week.